This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Can I play with them? Can I win with them? Can I go with them? Can't do it. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. What up, CDF? It is week two of the NFL season. I am Neil, your host. This is the Clock Dodgers podcast. I appreciate you for joining me today. I've been a little out of touch with you guys because Hurricane Irma came through, did a little bit of damage, you know, did a little bit of damage on the patio, knocked power out for a little bit of time. But what really kind of cramped me up here was we had guests in the house uh, for about a week since their power was out. You know, it's only right to bring them in, help family and friends out during that kind of time in need. Um, so that made more people in the house, more noise, all, all, all that good stuff. So um, I apologize for being gone for a little while, but we're back. We're in full effect. I'm ready to help you guys out and talk some fantasy football. We got a lot of exciting things coming up. Um, you're going to get drilled with a lot of content from cloudodders.com as well as the, as well as the podcast. Um, I, I missed you guys. You know, it's it almost, almost it's just been too long. It's been too long. So I'm back. We're gonna we're gonna go harder than ever here. Pause and um, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. You know, and, and hopefully you guys had a good week one. Um, I, I talked to a lot of guys, a lot of people who play fantasy football. You guys did really well. Some of the, some of the advice uh, that you took was super helpful. But let's go ahead and just knock out a quick episode here for you guys to go over some important, important information uh, for week two. All right. Straight out the gate here. Alex Smith, Kareem Hunt, Stefan Diggs, Austin Hooper, and Giorgio Tavecchio. I think I said that right. I think I said that right. I might have. And yes, I named a kicker. He's a Raider with a badass name that hopefully I pronounced correctly. And if I didn't pronounce it correctly, it's still badass. Um, you didn't expect me not to mention him, did you? <laughs> the reason I mention these names is those are the number one scorers at each position in PPR scoring. Um, and and I have to ask, who out there that you listen to, that you read, that you consume their content, told you that would be the case? Who, who told you that those guys would be number one at their respective positions? Who predicted it? Nobody. Nobody did. And, and I'm mentioning this so that to, to remind everyone here that fancy football is unpredictable. Like most of life, you cannot determine what's going to happen before it happens, right? And that's what also makes it beautiful at the same time. You take risks, you take uh, calculated gambles, um, you do all kinds of things, and you have fun with it, Okay. Have fun with it. Add to the fact that we lost players like Kevin White, Danny Woodhead, Allen Robinson, David Johnson. Again, nobody can foresee these kind of things. So, I, you know, you have to take everything in stride. You have to adjust 
to those things. You have to be flexible. This is where drafting properly, um, you know, you know, taking control of waivers and ta- and handle on those uh, decisions properly, making trades, things like that are obviously going to play out throughout the year here. But, um, you know, j- just to remember, nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to hit these things dead on. No one's going to predict this stuff 100% correctly. All you want to do is take bits and pieces from everybody and just have fun with it right? Have fun with it. Try to win some money or whatever your league is about. Uh, not be last place. So you don't got to wear a dress or, or, or something, right? So, um, each week I'll have one question. I just want to let you guys know, I'll have one question that I read, uh, on this end of the week episode, which will be the question of the week. Um, no other CDF questions will be read or answered during that episode other than that one question of the week. So let's proceed into that first. Um, what do I do with Kevin White? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally messing with you. I, I, everyone's probably like, Ooh? I'm just kidding. Seriously. Um, what do I do with David Johnson? That is the real question, right? Um, I, I, I didn't put, uh, I didn't give anybody props or shout out for this question because it was answered. Um, not, it was asked, excuse, excuse me, it was asked nonstop throughout the entire week. Everyone kept saying, what do I do with David Johnson? What do I do with DJ? Um, and so he, he, I, I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit. Um, this was the single most asked question, obviously for a reason. He's not like uh, some of these other guys. He is the number one pick in many drafts, top three for sure. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are asking questions because this affects their season. So, you know, do I keep him and hope he returns in time, you know, for me to have a playoff run? Do I trade him for anything I can get? Um, or do I send his ass to waivers? You know, here, here's the deal with DJ. You have to do what you want to do. If you can afford to hold him, you know, just in case he returns, then do it. Um, if you can get something for him of value, that's actually a, a decent player. I'm not talking about just anything. I mean, actually a player that you can use to kind of fill that hole, then do it. If you have no other choice but to cut him because you need a replacement, it kind of you know is is an easy decision. Then you know what you have to do. You just have to let him go and, and pick up a replacement if your league is deep uh, and you know you have better options than those who are in leagues who are larger and don't have many options. Um, but again, you know the, the the reason I'm I'm giving you these different options and, and kind of explaining this question out more than others is because this is one of those fantasy moments, uh, one of these fantasy decisions that you have to make that you know, it's, it's, it helps you grow. It helps you learn something here, right? It, it's fine to ask for advice or opinions. We all do it, right? We all try to see what other people think about a decision we're going to make or what we should do. And that's totally fine. I mean, we all do that with anything in life, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, there are certain things that, um, you know, you want to kind of make it your decision, right? Get their opinions, get their advice, get their insight, get, you know, get with their, their angle of what, how how they're looking at it. But at the end of the day, the final decision needs to be hundred percent yours. I wouldn't go with anybody else's advice on this. The reason I say that, um, say you wanted to quit your job for a different career path, um, break up with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, uh, for some reason, whatever the reason, you know, may be, um, these are obviously questions that affect your life. So I don't want to relate it to fancy football in that sense. But what I'm trying to get at is deciding whether, you know, what to do with an injured David Johnson, who was probably your first pick of the draft if you had him, um, is not really something you want to let other people decide for you. 
Um, this is one of those game changer questions in fantasy football. Obviously, in the real world, who, who gives a shit? But in fantasy football, this is one of those things where you make the decision on DJ and you learn from it one way or the other. Um, you know, someone making the decision for you will only really deprive you uh, of learning you know, what you might have done right or wrong. And, and, and if it ends up being a bad thing, it's going to leave you in a shitty mood um, when your opponent, you know, beats you in the championship game because you dropped DJ because such and such expert told you to do that. And, and you know, you did it. Do whatever you do in this in this situation because you want to do it. Get all the advice you can, the all the opinions you can, but make the final decision yourself. You don't want to blame somebody else for it at the end of the season, and it cost you your season. Is what I'm saying. So uh, make sure you make the right decision. You got plenty of options. Remember, it's just a game. So at the end of the day, the worst thing that could happen is you lose. But we don't like to lose, right? We like to win. That's why we're doing this. Um, so yeah, make your own damn decision on that because uh, nobody wants that. You know, to no one wants that decision to ruin their season but again i i do stand by that fact that if you don't need him and you need the roster spot and you can't get anything for him um and you don't want to wait because you're more concerned with making the playoffs um before you even you know worry about winning the playoffs um, i'm fine with you dropping him and picking up somebody if there's someone useful if you could trade him for somebody useful i'm good with that as well because there are going to be other people in your league who do think that he's going to come back in time for it to to matter and they may give you something decent um, otherwise, if you got the space, if it's a deep league, just hold. I mean, what, what's the, you know, if you're going to pick up somebody who's worthless anyway, you might as well just hold really at that point. Um, so that's the question of the week. Again, thank you to everybody who asks questions throughout the week on Twitter, on uh, Fancy Life app, Sleeper Bot app, all these places, Instagram. Um, thank you to everybody. That was the question of the week because it was so many people that asked for it. Um, but normally I'm just going to pull one question of the week and you'll be shouted out on the show and have your question um, you know, answered on the show. On last week's episode, I told you guys not to re- overreact to week one. I hope you listened. I hope you kept your team pretty much intact. Um, you trust the process that you started with. It's not time to panic yet. I, it seems the, the the vibe I get from a lot of people is that they kind of panic um, after week one if they, if they had a rough start or a player didn't live up to it, but calm down. Um, by the way, I'm not saying, when I say this, don't take it too far. Like I'm not saying don't make trades or waiver moves. Um, I'm just saying don't get crazy with it. Um, so we have some we have some great new articles actually up on clockdodgers.com this past week from um, Josh, Tyler, Joshua, um, that I recommend you guys go check out. All three of the guys they released articles this past week. It's up there. It's up there now um, on clockdodgers.com. They, you know, they they did articles on players who um, I'm trying to think of the, the basis of most of them. Players who disappointed, uh, players who um, that waiver suggestions, all, all, all kinds of things in that in that field that you would definitely want to check out. I mean, if you're hitting me up asking me for questions and you're not checking clockdodgers.com, I really don't know what the point is of asking me questions because there's lots of information there. So I, I encourage you to go there and check it out. Um, and, and and the great thing about the articles there is they have the flavor of Clock Dodgers. It's not just some, something you're going to read everywhere else. They have their little fun twist on it, entertaining. Um, it's just good stuff and it's different you know, than anywhere else. So go there, check out cloudairs.com. Lots of good articles on there. Thank you to those guys. And we got more coming. And as I always mentioned, if you guys are interested, if you feel like you want to, you know, throw your hat in the ring and, and, and put some words down uh, for people to consume and you feel good about it, you have some talent, you got some good information, some research you've done, hit me up. We'll talk about it. Cloudairs at gmail.com and we can talk a little further about it. But moving along. What I want to go over with you guys here is I have my I told you so players of the week for week two. 
So these are these are players. I'm going to go with three running backs and three wide receivers that at the end of the week, when week two is said and done, it's in the books. I'm going to say I told you so. Um, so I feel good about these guys. I'm going to tell you why I feel good about these guys. And, uh, you know, again, we all know fantasy football is a hit or miss thing. You can't always be right, but I feel really good about these guys. I feel like if you don't play them, I'm going to tell you, I told you so. So at running back, we have Cohen for the Chicago Bears. Now, understand that Howard, Jordan Howard, is a little hurt, and that's not why I'm putting Cohen here, though. I think that they both have value for you. So a lot of people have been asking about that, whether, you know, do I start Cohen, do I start Howard, um, does Cohen hurt Howard, does Howard hurt Cohen? It really doesn't matter. I think these guys, you can use them both, honestly, um, and not worry about one affecting the other in any major way. Um, it's just that kind of offense. They don't have a lot of weapons. These guys are kind of their go-tos. So I'm good with I told you so. Cohen is one of my players of the week. The next one is Ingram. Ingram didn't have such a great week last week. I wasn't crazy about the way the Saints split up those carries in uh, in New Orleans. You didn't know what was going on, right? Adrian Peterson is is crying that he's not getting enough carries. He said he didn't come here for nine carries or whatever it was. You, everyone remembers the uh, the video and picture that everyone sees floating around of him, you know, looking crazy at Sean Payton, uh, saying some, some, some madness out there, but Ingram is going to have a bounce back week against new England and show up big. We know Kareem hunt just did that last week. So look for Ingram to have a big game. And the last running back that I have on my, I told you so list will be Andre Ellington. Yes. See, we guys, I'm not trying to give all you, I'm not trying to throw out obvious names because we all know who those guys are. Uh, and we know plenty of people already talk about them and uh, want credit for it. But these guys, Cohen, um, he, 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 some people are still questionable about it. They don't know what he's going to do with Howard and whether, you know, what the split is going to keep being like and whether he'll be used every game like that. It was one game, so it's a very small sample size. But Cohen, Ingram, Andre Ellington. And DJ's out. We just talked about it, you know, at length. And a lot of people are picking up Kerwin Williams, right? Kerwin Williams is a starter. That's what they say. Um, I like Andre Ellington. I like the matchup. I like. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. Uh, John Brown is again out. Um, sadly, I wish that guy can get healthy. It really sucks for him right now. But um, Andre Elton, I feel like, is going to get a lot of opportunities. He's going to get a lot of opportunities to catch the ball. So if you're in PPR, I like him. Um, so, again, I think by the end of next week, I'm going to say I told you so. At wide receiver, Chris Hogan. A lot of people started him last week and were disappointed. Um, Danny Amendola kind of took your your uh, your shine right if you if you started Hogan you're a little annoyed because Amendola performed in a way that you thought Hogan would have performed right you were kind of expecting that kind of um you were expecting less attention to Amendola more to Hogan um however you're in luck if you have Hogan because Amendola is out he's out for Sunday so Again, this is more love for Hogan. This is going to be more love for Hogan, more attention. Now, Edelman's gone. Amendola's gone. I don't know what else Hogan would need, right? This is an opportunity for him. So he's going to have a good game. I like Seth Roberts from Oakland. He's touchdown dependent. Okay, so you have to understand the risk going in with all these guys. There's always a risk. I feel strong about them, though. There's a there's a risk. He's touchdown dependent, but I feel good playing against the New York Jets that he'll get that opportunity. So Seth Roberts is on my I told you so list. Uh, and the last guy is Corey Davis. Now, this may surprise some people because Corey Davis is playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, you know, ha- had a great week last week defensively. And we all know that they've made improvements. They made, you know, huge strides on their defense. Um, they have great cornerbacks, uh, good secondary. They're, they're, they're very well-rounded defense. So people would say, why would you play Corey Davis if that's the case? Why would you play this rookie um, 
against this defense. Okay, so a couple of things. Jalen Ramsey um, should be out. I believe it's already been declared that he's out. I'm not positive on that, but it's not looking good for him. If he does play, he's hurt. Okay, so um, he's hurt. That's going to help Corey Davis. Number two, they have Rashard Matthews. They have Decker. They have other guys. They have the running backs who, if they get that game going, they got um, Mariota, who's a weapon in himself, whether throwing or running the ball. Corey Davis, if you watched the Raiders game last week, stood out. He made some some some, some very nice catches. Um, so I like him. He's a playmaker. He makes things happen. Um, one-on-one, it's tough to guard this guy. He, he, he is really good. Um, sure, if Jalen Ramsey was healthy, that would be a different case. But I'm, I'm good with this. I'm good with Corey Davis, as my I told you so, uh, for week two. So I, I feel good about these guys. Again, let me just list them down for you guys again in case you didn't. You, you know, it's just easier to say them all at one time. Cohen, Ingram, Ellington, Hogan, Davis, Seth Roberts. Those are my I told you so players of the week. If you don't agree with me, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Always on Twitter, on anything we talk about on this podcast. If you want to talk to me about something that we talk about, go straight to Twitter, at Clock Dodgers. Tweet me, DM me, however you want to do it. Um, let me know what's up. Also on Instagram, at Clock Dodgers as well, so you can just hit me up there. If you don't agree, I'd love to hear from you. If you do agree, I'd love to hear from you. Either way, let's talk fancy football. Hit me up on there. Follow if you're not already following me, and let's get some conversation started. Um, really quick, before we go, I do want to hit you guys. You guys know No Halftime is a sponsor of the Clock Dodgers podcast. We love them. We love the app. We love everything they're doing over there at No Halftime. If you don't have it already, use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K, to get yourself a bonus on your first deposit up to $50. But what I wanted to do with you guys was I wanted to give you guys some challenges for week two that um, I suggest that you try. Okay, so for those who aren't familiar with No Halftime, it's an app where you're going to play player versus player challenges, DFS player versus player. So you're not drafting whole teams, right? You're just doing player versus player challenges. So one of the things on there, if you're new to it, um, and you're not familiar with it, if you're just going to download it now, just kind of a tip. So when you make these challenges, you want to have challenges where people are, you know, feeling like they have a chance to beat you or feeling like they have the edge to beat you. Um, They're not going to accept challenges that are obviously lopsided to you. Um, So one of the keys is to catch people with tricky setups, right? So I'm going to throw some challenges at you that, of course, they come with risk because any any challenge comes with a risk. There's nothing set in stone as we've established here. But the key is that you need challenges that are are tempting enough for your opponent to accept, but that still puts you in a good position to win, whether it's because you know they weren't thinking a certain way, if they weren't looking at it how you were looking at it, if they didn't fully um, research you know the challenge. So let me give you some really quick. One of them I like, Martavis Bryant versus T.Y. Hilton. I just don't like T.Y. Hilton without Andrew Luck. It's just... That's all there is to it, right? I don't care who they run out there. Now they're running Brissett out there. Um, I just don't like him. He just doesn't have the same impact without Andrew Luck. That's pretty obvious. So still, the name catches people, though. They like the name T.Y. Hilton. Um, they've seen what he does in the past. They know he's good for big plays. So they like him. So T.Y. Hilton, but you get Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant had a down week last week. It was his first week back after play- not playing for a while. Um, big Ben was happy with how he played. Uh, obviously, Martavis Bryant probably wasn't happy with how he played because he didn't have the numbers that he would like to have. But he, he's a big play guy. Big play. He gets touchdowns. Um, he's playing against a weaker cornerback who struggled last week. 
Um, see, last week he had a good cornerback on him. This week he's going to play against a cornerback who struggled in week one. So I like his odds. Um, Martavis Bryant is your guy. T.Y. Hilton is for the opponent. Put that challenge out there. I'm sure you'll get some love, some uh, some some attention, some some accepted challenges. And I like the Bryant side. Next one. Jaquiz Rogers is your player. Now, I understand Jaquiz Rogers didn't play last week because the Buccaneers were dealing with Hurricane Irma like I was. Um, so they didn't get to play. So he's not in people's mind. He's not fresh in their mind. You want to do this where people aren't thinking about the player, right? They're not expecting a big game, maybe. Um, so you want to catch people slipping here. Put him versus Kamara, Alvin Kamara. Kamara is a name that's hot after last week, right? A lot of guys, he's a rookie. So he's already, he's a, he's a, he's a guy people like already just because he's new, right? He's fresh to the scene. Number two, he had a pretty decent game last week. Um, people like the Saints' offense; it's explosive. It has its it, it, ha- it has its benefits. So again, there's always a little risk here, but Jaquiz Rogers is going to get the bulk of the carries, I believe, in Tampa. He should have a pretty decent game. They trust him. They like him. Doug Martin is out. This is a nice, tricky one. Um, slide that out there, and I think you'll get some attention. The last one, I went bold on this one. Ty Montgomery is your player. Des Bryant is your opponent's player. Understand that no halftime, this is a good challenge because Des Bryant's a flashy name. He's a familiar face. So people are going to see that and then they're going to see Ty Montgomery and they're going to be like, eh, you know, people are still maybe they didn't realize that Ty Montgomery got a lot of carries last week. He got the bulk of the carries. He's the the Green Bay running back. So here's a, a situation where a guy, he's a versatile when he runs with the ball, he can catch the ball and get touchdowns. Um, Des Bryant is going up against Denver, Aqib Talib. So he's got a tough matchup. He struggles against elite cornerbacks like that. Yeah, I mean, he could catch a touchdown, right? He could he could do something, um, but it's not likely. It's not likely. The odds are against him in that fit, in that situation. And Ty Montgomery's got an okay matchup. So um, I like Ty Montgomery versus Des Bryant. Again, you see what I'm trying to do here? You want to pin big-name players who you think are going to have down weeks uh, whether it's matchup related, whether it's injured quarterback, whether whatever it may be, versus players who maybe aren't as big named or don't have the hype behind them uh, that people are kind of sleeping on, whatever the case may be, had a down week um, and and pin them against those players. So that's that's the that's the method here this week, um, and hopefully uh, I'm delivering that message to you pretty clear. Um, you want to make challenges that people are going to accept because if you make challenges no one's going to accept, it's pointless. You're not going to win any money, so it's just it's worthless. So you you have to take some risk. When you play in DFS, especially uh, with this no halftime type setup where you're doing player versus player challenges, it's fun. It's a quick, easy way um, to have a lot of fun. You can do free challenges and do little side bets and stuff with your friends uh, and family, or you can do money, 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever you want to go up to. And I've, I talk to a lot of people who, who play no halftime and, and do pretty damn good for themselves. Um, so get on there, do some of these challenges. If you have a challenge that you think is good for no halftime, Hit me up again, Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter, or if you want to challenge me on no halftime, I'm down to do that as well. Uh, we could just do a free one if you want for some fun, or you know, whatever, however you want to do it, it doesn't matter. Um, but if you have any suggestions for challenges that you think you're good, or a player that you think is good to, to either go against or to use, um, hit me up. Hit me up. Let's, let's get these out there to people. Um, no halftime again. You can get it on your iPhone, your Android. You can actually play it at your computer now, um, if that's your if that's your thing. And uh, again, nohalftime.com is the place. Uh, again. Clock C L O C K is the promo code you want to use. Get on there. Let's have some fun. We got a lot of people on there. We have a lot of fun on there. So um, it's something different. If you're not doing it, do it. It's a lot of fun. It's different. You can get your family and friends. They can actually use the promo code too. So everyone can have, you know, take advantage of this. Take advantage of it while you can. I don't know how long it'll last. So get on there. Don't wait any longer and let's have some fun. 
that's really it for me this week, guys. Um, next week, we're going to come back full in effect. Again, Hurricane Irma is gone. My guests are gone. Everything is back to normal. Uh, we'll continue to pump good content onto the website for you guys. But look out for more content on the podcast as well. Remember, we don't just do fancy football here. So there's going to be other kinds of guests, interesting conversations, unique guests, stories, motivation. Everything you want in a podcast is right here. We're not your typical podcast. We're not your typical fantasy football podcast. We're different than all the rest. Okay. I love you guys. As always, I appreciate all the guys out there subscribing, all the listeners who, who, who have subscribed uh, to the podcast, who have left reviews. I appreciate all that. You guys are amazing. Um, we're just going to continue to keep pushing that. If you guys have any questions, suggestions, feedback on anything at all, you know, feel free to hit me up. Uh, you know what the email address is. You know the Twitter. Just hit me up. It's been a great week, guys. I look forward to talking to you guys after week two is over. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.